The beginning of us. Feel like something is rapidly transfiguring in my core of being an awakening of sorts. The beginning of us. A raw conversation hosted by your main fucker, Billy Otto. Here I am with the cosmic queen of light, profound thought leader, an ultimate electric vibe, an EFT practitioner, Lord Debt, creatress, biggest energy, but a deep feeler, listener, oozing with the highest level of human compassion. I love this woman, Teddy Emerald. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Billy. Thank you. That's like the best intro ever. I'm like, wow, I want to be using that everywhere. I love that. I feel so seen. <laughs> Babe, we've been housemates for three days and it's been like a really profound time for me. Just look at you. Thank look at you. you. Just look glowing, at you. <laughs> glowing for life. I know. Love and all things beautiful. Like you're so beautiful and just oozing with galactic freedom mm. and just like I can see it in your eyes man that you're fucking here for it you're here for life yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent I feel that and fully reflected back at you like so good it just feels so good to be around someone that's yeah clear in the mind clear in their mission their purpose their heart like it just feels so expansive like feel so honored to have this time with you it's been amazing you yeah. best housemates ever <laughs> How did we know that this is kind of going to work as intuitives, you know? Yeah. I think it's stars aligning, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, how are you this morning? Well, absolutely fabulous. We've had coffee. We've started the day off with chats. We're in Berlin. The skies are blue. The air is clear. Yeah. We're feeling amazing. So, yeah. Um, how's your heart? Like. So good. Like. Yeah, really clear, really, really clear and spacious. Feels amazing to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were saying this morning, it's been really cool to be able to to feel like being held by such a beautiful space like this and then having profound community together. Mm, like mm. the chats that we've had, like we were saying, I wish we could have just had a microphone. I know. <laughs> I know. Gone so many places, but it's definitely like filled up my cup, hey? Yeah. Yeah, like, like I feel like I've just come away with so many learnings and so many insights and tools to access parts of myself. Um, really come out and like come more into my inner king. Mm, yeah, yeah, fully. Let's go there. Let's go there. All right, let's do this. Confidence of a queen. Why? <laughs> Why? Because, okay, so I feel like the real mission aside from sex, like mask femme, is sovereignty, you know, to be a person onto ourself in our own power. And that's kind of what dropped through for me when I was having some downloads was, okay, what's the archetype that can represent this, that people get straight away. And because I work with women, it was the queen archetype. And this was like so long ago, like years ago before even really understanding it deeply. But I was like, oh yeah, like a queen is like, ruling her domain she's strong in herself she's um confident in her sensuality she has her boundaries she's taking care of like what's hers so yeah it kind of dropped in from that and i think since doing the work it's been teaching me how to step more into that for myself yeah. as i empower other women to do the same thing yeah. yeah yeah which i would say is the same for the king you know it's like that archetype is the same like taking care of your own and being in your power and yeah. Yeah, and a lot of care for me. It's like a lot of doing it from love. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and I guess because of, of our, our lack of ceremony and our coming away from our lineages, um, it's harder to feel those rites of passage into sacred womanhood and into sacred queendom. Mm. Yeah. And even the terms are kind of thrown around like they're these pompous terms of like a king just fucking rules an empire, doesn't care about the peasants and all this stuff. And mm. it's just like it's taken me so long to come to a place of like, no, a king is part of me. Mm. Every movie that I've kind of seen, I've resonated with parts of this, this kingdom thing and this, this beautiful sacred ruler, mm. this integrous govern man guy. And I think um, as soon as I saw your Instagram, Confidence of a Queen, I was just like, man, this girl is like really like owning her space mm. and like declaring 
that part of you. Yeah. And I think it's so hard. We come from this weird convict post-colonial thing of tall poppy where it's like, how dare you say that? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we really <laughs> resonate as well. Yeah. Like, um, you know, having struggled with being big energies, big personalities, yeah. not fitting the mold and having all of the insecurities around that, like, yeah. oh, I'm not like other people. Should I like hold back? Should I, you know, make myself more tame, more likable, that kind of thing, like that, yeah. that tall poppy thing. And yeah, you're right in saying like, I totally resonate with like looking at a king or a queen and, and being like, oh, I don't like that. Like yeah. what we've seen in society is like made it seem negative and yeah. Um, yeah, like out, like like overbearing and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel the shadow aspect, the aspect. shadow, yeah, yeah, the shadow, like the cruel, yeah. the cruel king, the cruel queen, like the heartless, draconian, yes. arbitrary, yeah, heartless, disconnected, yeah. disconnected, yeah. Which of course, someone with heart that cares about them, like themselves, the planet, people, is going to be like, why would I ever want to be like that? However, it's not that. That's just the distorted view of it. Yeah. But I feel like because of that journey through so many insecurities and through growing up in Australia, having all of that, it's it's kind of like below ground zero for, to build up the confidence to just be, like to just yeah. be in your power. There's so much work that's gone into doing that. Yeah. And I feel like that's the real, that's why I'm supporting other people in that. Cause I'm like, oh, I didn't come here feeling confident, yeah. like at all, like far from it. And because of that journey and continue, like I'm continuing on that journey. Like we've been chatting about it. Like we both have sensitivities that come up around yeah. being too much or, you know, how, like how we're perceived and it's having a deep comprehension around this, but then also having the tools to move through it that we can really like take our power back. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, why have you focused on the concept of confidence or as part of your title and yeah. title, as part of your offering particularly? I think because that was the thing that I struggled with the most sure. and it was like the, the, the thing that I wanted. I just wanted to feel confident in myself and comfortable in myself, like who I truly was. Yeah. So even before you know, self-development was such a big thing on Instagram. Like it wasn't like that. And even before getting into this kind of thing, I was just like, oh, if I could just feel confident, everything would be better. You know, if I could just truly speak my mind or like yeah. um, feel comfortable being different, if I could just feel confident in that, everything would change. If I had more confidence, I could create the career that I want. Like yeah. I could go and talk to the people that I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just basic stuff like that. So I was like confidence was the like the key for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and both you and myself haven't come from families that really exude a lot of that attribute. Um, I've come from a family that was very like beautiful and nice and niceness mm. was a real currency. We've talked about this. Mm, the nice thing. Not wanting to offend anyone. And especially come, we, you've come from Jehovah's Witness. I've come from the Seventh-day Adventist church. Like the nice archetype is everywhere. You're like the, enveloped. The Ned Flanders. <laughs> oh, the Ned Flanders. Oh, I love, love you. Yes, bless you. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. And also, Jesus was nice. I'll be nice too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being like and like wanting to be likable and like yeah. having to be accepted by others is like I'll just be nice. I'll be the listener. I'll be like, yeah. you know. And that's the thing. Like not sharing my opinion that could be polarizing, or yeah. not being myself, which could be polarizing. Yeah. Which for both of us, we naturally are. We're naturally yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. The nice thing is such a bitch. It's like a toxic passivity. Yeah. Like, real passive. Yeah. Um, I was using language with you yesterday, like limp. Yeah, flaccid. Flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> flaccid energy. Washed out. Like, Washed out. It's like you can't really feel someone. <laughs> you know, I actually say if someone's nice, I don't trust them. Yeah. Like I don't want someone in my space that's nice. Like, oh, that's such a nice person because I'm like, why does everyone have that view of them? Like, like do they have the courage to speak the – the truth that can oh be upsetting, you know, like, will they come to me if they have a, yeah. a gripe with me? Will they have the courage to say that, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, because usually what I see is nice people will go and bitch about you behind your back, wow. you know, yeah. or, or like that you're not getting what you want because people can't, I like, you can't feel them. You can't feel yeah. their passion or their, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially in the context of like, church world like we both came from a jesus tradition and it's like jesus was like ultimate anarchy 
Yeah. Punk rock. Yeah, like he went into the temple and like threw the yeah, temple, like, like the tables this, like, over. Fuck and you Dylan. Like, yeah. It was very clear. Actually, I've never even thought of that. That's <laughs> so true. And like challenging the tradition, mm. challenging the mm. attitudes and, and the, the religious culture of the time, you know, willing to kind of put in his ass out there against Rome. Mm. The, like the superpower, like the America, the Russia of the time, yeah. right? Fucking like, I love that. Like, because I've, I've come into this space now as a man coming into my king that I'm like, fuck yeah, I, I want to, you know, say how I feel, you know, and do what I love and fucking send it. Mm. Like I really want to say what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Like really say what I mean. Yeah. You know, recklessly and with detachment. Yeah. Like, I don't agree, but yeah. I love you. But yeah. like I just don't. Yeah. I don't need your you to be okay with it in order to, for it to be safe for me to express this. Yes. I don't need your validation in yeah. order for my opinion or who I am or how I yeah. am to be okay. Yeah. Like I'm I'm declaring that in myself. Oh, my God. Say what I mean, do what I love, fucking send it. I feel like <laughs> the only like the only way that guys can half do that in like Australian culture, for example, is with alcohol. Mm, like start yeah. getting to this place where they get femmed out with a bit of that beer and they're kind of like, lubed up for a bit of we a say we say femmed out because we we're just talking about beer the other day and i was saying i can't remember what hormone so don't quote me on it but it raises a feminine hormone so whether it's yeah. estrogen or progesterone or something like that so it does and that is the interesting as much as we all attack alcohol all the time but it's like that is the interesting like universe medicine aspect of alcohol and that it isn't a softener mm, like mm. it's like the amount of tradey dudes that are driving a Hilux and fucking jacks like 130 kilos are just be like, hey, man, like, I just want to tell you, man, that like, growing up in high school and that, like, man, really fucking looked up to you, eh? And, like, you know, like, when you, like, took me in with your family and that, like, it really changed. But, like, I, like, you fully hear this heart of, like, there's yeah. real things that are coming out. But it's so sad mm. that it takes somewhat a vice of society to bring out someone's soul speech and that moment yeah i'm like man i'm so passionate about encouraging people to access that in their daily fucking yep. wake up have a coffee go there yeah be in your like sacred form yeah and like lean into the vulnerability lean the heart into it, yeah. and like i think what we've also been speaking about is whenever there's resistance against something like that's exactly where to go and it feels like oh like I'm, I'm, I guess it's like the ego is like, yeah. no, don't do this because then you're not going to be seen as strong. Yeah. But, but really there's a tenderness in there and it's like, that's where we go. And that's <laughs> actually true strength, you know, yeah, being yeah. able to open and say something that like open and vulnerable for rejection or attack and being like, hey, yeah. I feel this. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man, there's so much in that. And, and I was going to say with the – um with the alcohol references, well, to me, what I like in this too, like, you know, people needing something to open and yeah. to allow their emotions to flow through. And then we see that in alcohol culture, drug culture, and then also taking that further to festival culture. Yeah. You know, people are letting loose and letting their inner child out or their inner gremlin or whatever. Yeah. And I, I really see this as humanity seeking ceremony like i see oh, festivals man. as Amen. ceremony you know it's like we're in a we're in a space as community yeah. and tribe and we're in altered space and things can move through and i think a lot of people do find that you know like um like insecurities can come up but then they're getting moved through like whether they're dancing or people are having dnms at the campsite like oh, you know what i mean it's kind of like, and we come out in our tribal clad. Yeah. And then there's an element of whimsical fairy tale. We're wearing things like the inner child is coming out. But then the shaman is on stage. Yes. Giving us the mantra that we already know. And you've got 10,000 people singing the same fucking mantra. Yes. And there is this frequency. Even if the song is darker, you still feel this universal like leveling frequency of, mm. of oneness, yeah. singularity. Yeah, camaraderie as well. Camaraderie. And I think, and like just touching on that, we, to feel, I feel like musicians are really alchemizing that pain or that joy or that upset through through their lyrics, through the vibration of their music. So for everyone to be joined in that and being like, oh yeah, I've really felt this, it helps that stuff to move through for them and process. So it's such a gift 
you know and like how you were saying um the other night with like mantra like what um what am i getting people to repeat like what's the lyrics that are coming through yeah yeah because uh, like i was saying to teddy yesterday it's like the the aspect of like like making these hooky choruses it's like that is that is putting a spell over someone's day like when they're singing your song or a song from the radio or from mtv or whatever like it's you're casting that spell over your life yeah. particularly lyrics like i can't live without you i'm nothing without you which is a very common kind of thematic thread in love songs yeah is that you complete me kind of language linguistic and it's like but you're just deepening that impression on your heart space saying like i need something to be whole complete whole, complete yeah putting it outside of self when it's like no and that's exact that keeps yeah. that toxic cycle of like like you know anxiously seeking someone yeah. or like feeling depressed if you don't have someone feeling like there's something wrong with you and it's like no you're actually good on your own in your own space like yeah. whole and complete as you are now and being in that energy you're going to attract in such beautiful yeah. relations and it's so interesting like yeah these these sacred codes that don't come through mainstream media most of the time and i think there is some intention of that to keep people mm. small yeah and when it comes to media it's keeping people obsessed with celebrities that are really oftentimes confused about who they are and just like but we laugh at it but we worship it but we fucking hate on it but we're just fucking distracted from soul mm. and we have no fucking tools to access that and to pull apart like why do i feel like i want to die mm. today mm. but why do i feel like i can't tell anyone that like the shame saying, yeah the shame yeah yeah and that was like my fucking 20s mm. was in this thing of like i feel all these things but i'm doing all the right things by the bible i feel like i want to die mm. and i feel so sensitive and I feel really alone and I'm questioning this. I'm growing out of this. I don't know if there's a safe space for me to express that. And my broken little prince was just running around trying to please people and getting to like me. And the dopamine rush was enough for a while. It does work for a bit. Yeah. We're like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Wait, no. Three, Freddie, Stan, Chris, they still think I'm really cool. And then my workplace still gives me the affirmation on it. And then you just kind of find all, these little hits. Girls. It's like cocaine. It's just like these little hits. Yeah. Girls, like there's yeah. affirmation from girls. Like it's just like as beautiful as these things are to be able to cope, we still haven't been given those sacred tools from primary school, from Sunday school, from media to be able to really just go there and heal ourselves. Because mm. mm. nothing from outside can really be there for it, really. Like mm. – like, the Godhead, the Godness is fucking all there and it's not going to come to you through a pastor. It's only going to be through you. Yeah, and travelling through your own darkness as traveling well through, and meeting oh, that aspect of yourself. Yes. Like, yeah, the the one that's like that's painful to go into, that's seeking. You know how it's like it's kind of jumping outside of yourself looking for something, like the distraction when it's yeah. like, yeah, just sitting with it, going into it yeah. and meeting that aspect. And I think... I would just put in there and put in here with that because people are like, yeah, but, you know, like I do sit with myself and I am, you know, I am feeling shamed or depressed and I'm sitting in it and it's not changing and I just want to kind of drop um, some support and some tools in here for this because, like, you know, you had a sesh the other day and, like, loved it and was like, fuck, like people kill themselves over emotions yeah. and it can be, like, I feel amazing after this session and it can be this quick to change it and yeah. I think that this is like really important for people to know that there are like tools and techniques yeah. to shift this emotional state when there is that, yeah. you know, that pain going on for whatever reason and the story, the thoughts in the mind that are, that are going with it, like things like EFT, tapping, yeah. like what I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, timeline therapy, what I did with you the other day, like yeah. so like that was I'm half an hour. going to visit that as well. Like, man, that. Half an hour and it's changed. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like we have spots on our body that we can tap and it releases emotions yeah. so and when the emotions are released the thought changes you have a different perspective you can take a different action which changes your life and what's brutal when it comes to this is that we we can recognize historically that the last 1500 years the stamping out 
of these access to these codes and to these medicines, mm. which all of our ancestors would have encountered in some way, witch hunts like this worship of the Pope and the stamping out of, of the, the feminine, you know? And so we're trying to like ride on this one winged eagle. Mm, good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. comes from like a Native American proverb ah, or prophecy, yeah. I think. Yeah. Is this like, now that they're coming into like the balancing. Is of, this of the, the eagle, eagle condor kind of vibe? Yeah. 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 Peyote. Bringing, yeah. bringing in the medicines. Yeah. And like that, <laughs> that's it. We sat with med, like medicines, like psychedelics. And yeah. like the plants are such a powerful way for because everything that you've even practiced with me like it's nothing new like it's ancient mm. it's ancient future like timeless yes yes you know like meridians tapping skin neuro neurology like connect ast- like it's all like like it's always been there yeah 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 and it's just the i guess the disconnection from society and like yeah. making it wrong and the yeah oh man i used to think that yoga was satanic by the way I I got told meditation was yes. <laughs> emptying your mind. <laughs> yeah, the demons will take over. What the <laughs> fuck, hey? No, no, that that's just your own mind, like clearing it. Like, what is it's it's actually kind of like yeah. Anything that gets us back into our power has been demonized. Anything that oh, allows man. you to connect to your your consciousness, Dancing your in greater your hips. way. Dancing Evil. in your hips, yeah. <laughs> your your sexual power, your creative yeah, life force, yeah, yeah. like. Because when you're connected to your sex and you're feeling good, you're empowered. You are not giving away your power for validation. That's your and also your creative yeah. force. Like, yeah, 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 man. As someone that didn't like have sex till I was thirty, like it was so super bizarre. Like with this paradigm from the church, feeling like, okay, well, sex until I put a ring on it, like on the on the woman, like is like bad mm, for me and guilt. and so i also cancelled out sexual energy yeah as well yeah i'm not even talking about taking my pants off right now i'm just saying about like accessing my sexual power because obviously creative power is the same energy yeah why was i making really average songs <laughs> you know it's like but there was these blockages and yeah. this fear of like not knowing how to carry myself in my fearless sacred warrior because that comes into every song i make now mm. literally man like if you came in here like when i was like making music in this room i was fucking on the battlefield i was like fully like a great white shark going in for the kill yes. like there was nothing that was taking me from this moment like i saw victory like yes but i bring that to the bedroom too good i'm gonna have it's the same fucking energy yeah and then yeah. i bring it to a cafe Good. And I'm just in this expression space, which is so real and so interconnected. Mm. And mm. I will never suppress that again. Good. But it doesn't mean I have to be leaky about it. Yeah. And this is this. And I think the distortion around making it wrong, like religion has, has been through society and, you know, there's like slut shaming or like for men, like how we're talking almost like alpha shaming, alpha shaming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that reclamation of it and it is your power. It is that life penetrative force that gets shit done. Yeah. Like and taking all the shame and the guilt away from that. Yeah. Mm. Um, can we go into church world for a second? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you were a Jehovah's Witness. Ah! <laughs> yes. <gasps> and now you exude this Teddy Emerald frequency like it's amazing so I, i'm just really interested because you didn't grow up in a joho home no i became one when i was 15 yeah, man, and then i got really... kicked out of home for becoming one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think I, and then i think i was but then did you did, did you ever get kicked out of the church when you didn't go anymore or did you just kind of I like left. you phased yeah i phased myself out because i started doing some research and yeah like just started question the faith the beliefs just started questioning the fractures came in those seeds of doubt um, and that's kind of why I have the philosophy of question everything yeah. um, and be open and not defensive of needing a certain belief or story to be right. Yeah. I'm kind of like, well, if we question everything, what is true will just become stronger, you know, because yeah. we've got more research and we've really moved through the emotions there. So I, I really try to continually drop that defensiveness and needing to be right. 
Because I feel like in some paradigms of Christianity, it's kind of like question everything until you question Jesus. Oh, 100%. It's kind of like, as, or as long as it leads you back well, to the fold. <laughs> yeah, well, we got encouraged to, yeah, 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 like research, but only use our publications. <laughs> like full cult. Like These websites only. Yeah, and if you look at other things, um, what's this thing? Oh, they say some word like apostate. It's like, oh, man. yeah, you're apostate Heavy and work. like, and also you're, you can become a bad apple. So they tell people if someone's doing this, don't associate with them. Don't hang out with them. Don't read apostate literature, which is basically just any literature that's not from the church because yeah, it's so seeds of doubt. And it's like, so one way. Don't <laughs> hang out with people that aren't Jehovah's Witnesses or part of the church. And for a while that narrative, I guess, worked, you know, you're kind of like, you stayed safe. In this little in the fold. witness <laughs> bubble. Yeah, yeah. And like listening to these talks. And it served me and yeah, it served yeah. me. Like I'm not sour on it or anything like that because I really see everything happening in my life as supporting me to become the person that yeah. I am now and I'm grateful for that, you know, that I've moved through any emotions that I had around that and been like that served. Like, yeah, it did keep yeah. me safe and I learned a lot and I had community and blah, blah, blah. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And so you started questioning what was the moment where how's, how's the um sorry to interrupt that. I was just thinking, <laughs> how is it when you actually do start researching and the structures around what you think is truth, like around God, the Bible, this religion start falling? It's like so intense. Like it's full ego death, a full identity, like so scary. You know, because I was like, fuck, like, am I going to like, you know, like burn, you know, like, well, witnesses don't believe in burning in hell. Like they're not on that. Neither. On yeah. that vibe. But like, it's very You scary. believe in annihilation though. Yeah. Like, because like, they're like, everything. oh, you'll just die in this system and won't have eternal life. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it was kind of like so much going through and like, am I a bad person for doing this? You yeah. know, like the full guilt. Yeah. Um, and and I, another aspect of that brutality is like people really like acknowledging you, affirming you and seeing you as a leader in some way, but mm. then getting worried about you. Mm. Yeah, that energy was really difficult for me. Yeah, I had everyone cut me off. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're kind of like a poster girl, poster guy for a second and then you become pariah where it's like, yep, don't hang out with my kids anymore yeah you know, that kind of you're like, a bad egg <laughs> yeah trouble yeah and i'm what i'm thinking when we're talking about this is whether people are relating on like hey i've come out of a cult or a religion or something or it's the awakening journey like yeah. i was so in society i thought the government was sure. good i thought big pharma was good i thought you yeah. know like whatever the belief system was i believed that to be true and I knew who I was in that. I felt safe. And then all of a sudden I started reading something, watching something, having conversations and just began to question things. And now it's all fucking falling apart. Yeah. Like AKA COVID. Like so many people have had awakenings through this time. Yeah. And the the destabilization and the fear and the confusion that comes from it. Like, yeah. well, what do I trust? I think the trust thing was the biggest yeah. thing for me. Like, well, what do I trust in? Because I fully trusted in that. I like 100% was in that. And I was like, my compass is off. Can yeah. I trust myself now? Yeah. Like, and it's been, yeah, really interesting process. So I feel like whether people are relating on the religious thing or the awakening thing. And then after like, you know, as these structures in the mind are getting broken down, there, be there does become that alone period. Well, yeah. I'm just doing this alone. I'm researching in my bedroom alone. Like I sound like a crazy person to all the people that have been around me because yeah. I'm talking these different things and they don't get it and they think I'm weird, yeah. you know, and there's there becomes this disconnect from like, you know, old crew and that kind of thing. And I feel like that alone part is actually so sacred and so important mm. and going through the dark night of the soul, like yeah. what is going on, like grief, anger, rage, and then continuing on with that. That's yeah. when you you meet other people yeah. like you. Yeah. You know? And the resonance that we share, it's like I've known you for like a decade. It's like <laughs> I grew up with you. It's like there's a bit of a sibling energy. Such a sibling <laughs> energy. I know. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
but with that, like ego death is amazing. Mm. Like pain is actually amazing. After, after. No, in mate, it, it's it, like, oh man, it's the worst, <laughs> but it's so necessary. Yeah. Do you know what a supernova is? Is that the star exploding? Yeah, but it has to die. Oh. And then I don't know, but then it explodes into like this crazy thing. Like it's like, but but it's a star that dies, I think. And then because of that, it's like, but death is like all through nature. It's like mm. a part of this rhythm. And and I think when we grow up with certain paradigms, whether it's from the church or from society, Western society, it's like pain is bad, death is bad, yes. aging is bad. Yes. All these things. <laughs> but it's like Yeah, and this is where it's kind of keeping society in like needing to be light, needing to be happy, yeah. needing to be beautiful, needing to yeah. be young. And it's like, I feel like there's such a disconnection from the depth and the natural yeah. dark and the yeah. void. That's the soul needs, you yeah. know, there's like this hunger for it. Cause it's like, even like within the church world, there's a real running from pain. And mm. how I respond to that is like the people, the person and the story that we froth the most in the world is the Jesus story. He fucking died. He lived like a life of suffering eventually and died apparently for what he believes. And it's like, and we worship that guy and say we've got to be like him. But then when it comes to our day to day, we're like, oh my God, if I feel, I just got to take it to God, pray about it. Okay. I don't feel bad. You know, it's kind of like you have these band aid prayer solutions. And it's just like, I never really, really got to consciously visit my pain until like the last two years. Mm. And even going through a breakup two and a half months ago, it's just like, again, it was another gift of a messenger to kind of give me another opportunity to visit something suppressed. And there was freaking wounds that came up for me, like societal wounds, those things that came up that I didn't realize were still there. I'm like, I've done ayahuasca twice. I sat in men's circles, like, I meditate every day, but it was just like, again, it was another gift from the universe to befriend my pain mm. and, and, and to be able to launch through that and then come out. It's like, although I'm still like grieving, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm having an upgrade. Mm. I was just about to ask, what have you gained from having gone through this and going through this? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the, the first ego death pain experience, like coming out of the church, like you're saying that that is like, that ego death was already like for me coming into my second half of life. I began to kind of see the illusion and the matrix for what it was. And I was like, I couldn't unsee that. No. <laughs> you know, it was so clear. Yeah. It was so clear. <laughs> the optic perception, like, like light love was so illuminated and it was so clear as to the person that I needed to become. Mm. Very clear. And then the, the situation of going, and we go through multiple. It's not like, you know, like even in the hero's journey, there's multiple like obstacles that you have to go through. And then you see Gandalf and then you move on. I was on. just thinking Lord of the Rings. I yeah, was like, man, there's always the next journey. Eternal truths. Yeah. Man, it's, and it's a cycle. Yeah. And then you finish it. You do it again. So like yeah. we, fan that are listening, we're not saying that we're like in this guru thing. Okay. Like it's like I've had to process something really heavy this week with Teddy. <laughs> that wasn't involved with my previous relationships. And it's just like, I'm so sensitive. It's not who I am, but like, I'm a creative. I create great shit because I can access this pain and feel. Yeah. So I'm fucking good at songwriting. But okay, so, but now what have I learned coming out of this? I really feel like I've come into my, my warrior, like never before. I've really like, realizing accessing more parts of my king i'm like i really realize what i don't need in my life mm -hmm. and um and how much i've needed uh women and beautiful women to feel good about myself and seeing that for what it is like tiny aspects of trophyism that i've seen in myself um this obsession with younger women I've seen these things. I've been really honest. I know. I love it. I'm like, fuck, yeah. And this is like- And I love all of my exes too. Like yeah. I just want to honor all of them. And some of them I still talk with, some of them I don't. But like I just, what I've come through now and, and really as a 34-year-old, as a sacred conscious man, embracing this epoch in my life, I'm like, it's so beautiful to like really fall in love with me, mm. you know? And not yeah. in just this infatuated way, like, oh my God, I'm so sad. We're just being like- Two days after I became single and I was sitting in this queen bed with luscious sheets by myself, I was just like, I'm just going to cuddle me. Mm. There wasn't this beautiful, warm 
body next to me anymore. <laughs> this void and the silence nearly killed me. The silence of the room was so loud. The silence deafening. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll just walk around naked. Journal. I'll go to, I'll go to yoga. Um, who's going to go for coffee? I'll go for coffee by myself. I started like dating myself again. Yeah. And like really just like coming back to my first love and being like, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> Took a couple of weeks. That's so But it was good. like so necessary. Yeah. And like I know that I'm going to be a way better partner and husband now just from that process alone. Like my beautiful sexy exy like gifted me with a great situation to really like it was so brutal. Mm. It was like a triple wave hold down in surfing. Like it rattled me, man. Like, and like shock, all of that. It's like you're in it. Like you go through a breakup. It's like you're in a car accident, man. It's just like finding your, your, your anchor in your center. But I had these brothers around me that just like, I, I really came to my community. Like I fully threw myself at my community. Mm. And like, I was like coming into the flames of like, I'm in the fire, hold me in the fire, burn out this insecurity shit, mm. hold me here. Mm. You know? It's just like, don't take me out of it, like keep me in the flames. Wow, yeah, you know? feeling And that. I had everyone that is dear to me really be like, sit with the pain, like don't run from it. Yeah. Don't just get on the bag, don't just get on cocaine, don't just run away, like really. And that's what we have in Byron that I think is so profound that people have that soul optic to see that this is really necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't afford to not have an experience like this if you really, really want to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, just like fully, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fully feeling it. And it's like the gift in this is, yeah, you face those, those deeper insecurities that you never had access yeah. to with meditation or yeah. with, you know, men's work and things like that. And it's like, the gift that's come through this relationship has like help and like helped reclaim this part of yourself and fall deeper in love with yourself. Yeah. Like what a gift. Yeah. Like, and I think this is how I really view all relationships, like whether they're loverships or partnerships or anything, mm. it's like they're so sacred mm. for what they activate in us. It's mm. such a unique connection and that I think that's why it can be so sensitive because it like it hits those tender notes that you know maybe out in the world in our in our socializing in our career we can like gloss over and like be like yeah I'm fine I'm good like but then like you know in heart space with someone it's like like all the stuff comes up yeah Yeah, or afterwards you know like those wounding but and I know that you're so into this study of like it ends with me Mm. like the cycles yeah it fucking ends with me i love it when people say that i get like tingles yeah it's so good isn't it's just it like i cry when i hear people say that and i just resonate i'm just like man like i'm with you and i support you on that yeah but it's not easy no it isn't it really isn't and it's like you can't just move to Bayern and do one ceremony and like do the lighthouse walk every day and feel like you're like it's I just like- <laughs> I just saw that like guy um on Insta or TikTok that does like he's like the checkout chick and he's like like does like a Byron influencer and he's like yeah like one lighthouse walk one photo like one overpriced mushroom latte like it's yeah, just yeah. like it's like the this um you could do like one on like yeah self development it's like yeah. one ayahuasca ceremony one men's group yeah. like. Yeah. No, it's not one thing, but it's a combination of all of the things that support you. Yeah. And and also then going through the thing. I think where something I'm coming to from this chat right now, just from being with you, like it's one of my intentions for coming to Europe was like to more deeply like like relentlessly become more myself. Mm. Like and and I see that in you. And I think like something that we both really see is so valuable is like being so like recklessly authentic, Mm. you know, and like being really like, this is actually how I think. Mm. This is actually like my process at the moment. And I know that you've even come to me feeling vulnerable at first, be like, man, I can't, I can't be more vulnerable. I can't, 
And then I'm like, what? And then you come to me and you're like, Billy, I feel like I'm cringy. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like... I feel, I feel like, like I'm cringy. I'm I feel like I'm and too I'm, much. And I know, you said you literally like, I feel like I'm too... And I'm like, too much? But I finished sentences for you. I, I was read like, my mind. You're like, like babe, seeing, I've got this. I we know We like the- in a parallel universe doing this and like our hands were following each other. Wait, give me you're like, I've got the whole dialogue. Oh and I'm like, God. and that was like. But such- I love that even you felt vulnerable talking to me. Obviously, we're starting to know each other like, you know, three weeks ago or whatever. But it was just like, <laughs> like, it's still like vulnerability is always going to be there. Yeah. And I think because sometimes people can see people like us and just be like, oh, man, they're just so themselves. Oh, my God. It's such a gift. Yeah. They- I'm like, but is it? It's partly mm. a gift. It's partly just work of like, <laughs> and it's partly just like fucking having brave guts just to be able to go yeah yeah i fully feel i was just about to say i feel like the with like the the risk in vulnerability and opening up it's always like a oh here we go and i that was like such a new edge for me to like because we were out at a party yeah and you're like oh how are you and i'm like oh my god like not good and that I never do that. And especially with like, yeah. you know, someone that like, I don't know that well, yeah. a guy like, I'm, yeah. and I was like, nah, fuck it. Like I'm leaning into this vulnerability and this is what's real for me. And yeah. I'm so grateful that I did because yeah. it was like exactly what I'm calling in to sure. like for people to be in my space is like, hey, I get you. Like I, I get your feelings. I get like this and I'm not poo-pooing you and saying, don't feel it. Mm. Like I'm, I'm holding you in that. And then I'm hand behind the back, pushing you back out and being like, go for it, go bigger, go harder, yeah. go bolder. And that's something that I very deliberately have called in with like, these are the kinds of people I want in my space. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, wow. Like, and it's just like the universe rewarding that. Yeah. Oh man. And like speaking to the too much thing, I think it's been really healing for me just being with you and sitting in this thing of like, when you grow up being told that you're too much. Yeah. <laughs> when you grow up feeling like people think that you're an attention seeker or that you should be more quiet and like, man, like, of course, in your thirties, it doesn't just stop. Mm. Yeah. You don't just outgrow it. Yeah, Yeah. man. It's just like, like we in Berlin have had heaps of attention in the last few days, like rocking these different bars. But at the same time, it's just like, it's, um, to get to a space where you can kind of like just be in that, it takes, that that doesn't just happen overnight. Mm. And I love it. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's just like to get an accolade for my ego. It's kind of like, I genuinely enjoy bringing color and a big energy. And I didn't know that it was fully my thing until like the last couple of years. Like I've always been extroverted, always loved having birthday parties and things, but actually celebrating it as like a beautiful fucking attribute and a beautiful offering that I can bring to the world. Absolutely. Like yeah. rainbow energy, like a yes energy. Yes. Like. yes. I love that. I love that. That, that feels so good. Cause yeah. it's like giving me that permission as well. I love yeah. that. For me, I've had this thing of like always having been different, you know, whether yeah. it's like what I wear, like what I'm wearing, like yeah. growing up in op shop clothes or looking different or just thinking different. Like, getting attention or like having people look at me has never been something new. However, it would make me feel so vulnerable and so uncomfortable. Like I would like shrink. I was like, don't look at me. Like I don't, I don't feel comfortable receiving this attention. Yeah. Yeah, So that's been like a really big uncomfortability to like move through, like to have my nervous system unwind and be like, I'm safe when I'm being looked at because what would come up is like, I'm getting judged, yeah. you know? And the reason is because I fucking judge myself. Yeah. So I'm like feeling really vulnerable and embarrassed, like, you know, from being weird or poor or like, you know, like a bit odd, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 What do you say to someone that feels like they're too much? Oh, I think I'm just going to quote you on this one. If you're, what, what did you say? If you're feeling like you're too much, then go and be an 11. Like go be like a yeah. 11 out of 10, like go and be extra, <laughs> go and be more, go bigger. Like, cause it's funny how, like, especially in Australia, people criticize you about it, but they secretly love it. Yeah. I feel like that's my, that's my theory. It's like, that's why people fucking like love you, Teddy. Yeah. It's because you're relentlessly yourself. <laughs> And people see a freedom about that. Yeah, and that I think that's the and word. It, and they freedom. can see it because that freedom is in them, and they're just seeing yes. parts themselves in you. Exactly. And they're being challenged 
Yes. By the fact that they haven't gone that extra mile to fully come into that as well. Yes, exactly. And it's that permission slip for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's what people are seeking, like to feel fully free in themselves, no matter what that is, no matter if it's like introverted, extroverted, big, small, like just being who you really are and being free and comfortable in that. I think that that's what people are really wanting instead of like feeling like they have to contort and hold back and fit a mold in order to be accepted. Yeah. Mm. Oh man. That's so, it's so like liberating to hear this. It's like whatever, like what great leaders and thought leaders have had everyone like, like them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like this thing, you know, it's kind of like we talk about it too. Like, yeah, the greatest leaders of all time, they've always been like killed yeah. for shit. You know, it's kind of like, but sometimes I think, I don't know if it's because of Hollywood or something, but we kind of think like you can kind of just have it all and just everyone like you and you just be relentless to yourself, but you're always going to offend people. And, yeah. and coming to that place in your 30s where you can comfortably say, not everyone is going to fully like me. Yeah, and, and being me. okay and with being it. Being okay with that, which is fucking hard. Yeah, and I think, Yes, and I'm going to deepen on that because you, you kind of touched on it But because people aren't going to like you and they're going to throw mud at you because what you're triggering in them are the reasons why they don't allow themselves to be that. They've yeah. made it wrong or their mum and dad have made it wrong or the religion or society. So if you're going and being being the epitome of something that they're like, oh, no, I can't do that, Yeah, they're going to throw mud and be like, no, that's wrong because that keeps them in their identity and it keeps their world right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I want to just talk about talk about sex with me for a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> We've only got in, a few minutes. Okay. In like six minutes. <laughs> Where are we going with this? You really like, I don't like using the word liberated because it has so many connotations, but you feel really li- like you seem really liberated sexually. Yeah. Amazing. And like you're very beautifully open, transparent about transparent, like your lovers. Yes. yes. Oh, you know? beautiful lovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also rare to kind of experience just someone being so confident in that. And like you have such a, like a sexy energy and um, and you own it, but you've you've come into a space where you can you can be – with your lovers with so much honor and respect mm, and good mm. communication and i've learned so many things from you just like yeah talking through uh, those spaces yeah. yeah beautiful thank you thank you thank you well it's because of the work that i've done 100 yeah. percent wasn't yeah. like this naturally and i feel like this is my biggest area of growth to be really honest because of you know coming from religion and stuff um Yeah, I would say that it's the removal of shame and guilt from my system. Shame, I like to just like reference this. Shame is I'm wrong, I'm bad. And guilt is I've done something wrong or I've done something bad. So by taking them out of the equation, you know, and like actually saying, well, how do I feel? The lowest vibrations get them out. Like how do I feel? What do I want? What's my desires? Um, And yeah, bringing the divinity back in to the body, sexuality, like yeah. all of that, like the sacredness in it. And um, I think that one of the big things that changed things for me was ISTA, yeah. um, which is International School of Temple Arts, which is a sexual shamanic um, retreat workshop thing that goes for a week and they're phenomenal. There's a lot of – it's like a lot of tantric um, – comprehensions and work but then also a lot of somatic release which means through the body a lot of trauma work a lot of comprehension around boundaries and communication so I feel like it still is in my space ever since I moved to Byron and I was really triggered by it I was like fuck that seems so scary like being like you know with a group of people is it just going to be an orgy oh my god but then knowing like I have such a block around this and I'm I want to experience the most amazing orgasms, yeah. you know, like 
if you can yeah. have orgasms through your nipples, then I want to have it. I want to have multi-dimensional orgasms. Like whatever's possible, I'm here for it. Yeah. And I know that there's a block here. So this, I saw that as like a way to help me access that. And yeah. I was like, I'm committed to this. So I'm going to put my uncomfortability to the side and my prejudice yeah. to the side. And but I, the uncomfortability is almost like an indicator. That's what you need to do. Exactly. Like the only way through is the way through. Yeah. Like the obstacle is the way. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, <laughs> like going for yes. it. Yeah. And the thing is as well, you never have to do anything that you don't want to. Yeah. And that was one of, I, I found one of Easter's biggest trainings is like, yeah, being really comfortable in your no and actually knowing what a no is in your body. Yeah. Um, because so, so many people are disconnected from their body and not feeling it because they've never had permission to know a no. Like for women, they might giggle or be like, <laughs> but like can't really say no. So I yeah. feel like, yeah, to fully feel it in your body and to be able to articulate it, I think that's the important thing. And I feel like communication is the foreplay. Yeah. You know, like having clear communication yeah. and being able to be open and vulnerable, that helps the connection, the emotional connection, the mm. mental connection, which for me, that's the ultimate foreplay. That's how my body opens. That's how my heart opens if I feel safe. Yeah. But it's up to me to create that safety for myself by verbalizing it. Yes. So I've really brought into my relationships, all of them is the value of transparency, like open honest, transparent communication and yeah. just speaking, speaking the things that I don't want to speak. Like, yeah. you know, like wanting to seem strong or wanting to seem cool and chill yeah. and being yeah. like, uh, actually I'm not. And this is what I need. And this is what feels yeah. good. And hey, that triggered Do me. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Is there a yeah. way you don't like to be touched? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? Hey, what's your sexual health like? Yeah. Have, yeah. Have you had a test? You know, like, yeah. and just taking shame away from that. You know, your spreadsheet. Like, <laughs> It's got a great list. I just, oh, just have, like, doesn't that like kill the vibe? <laughs> and yeah, and he said, does this kill the vibe? And I said, well, if it kills the vibe, then you've just saved yourself a headache. <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to be connecting with someone if it's going to be a balls oh, up man. or a mess afterwards, because that is that's creates trauma. Yeah. So if we can like have have chats, you know, before, during, after, like preferably before, yeah. like you know. Um, going to help help to connect and feel safe and that's what i've had from yeah. having connections where you know like mid midway through we've dropped in and been like actually can we just have a quick chat like blah yeah. blah blah like and then it does stop the energy however once that chat's happened i felt so safe and honored that yeah. i just was like oh my god this is just leveled yeah. you up in my mind and yeah. leveled my standards up in how i want to relate like i feel amazing so yeah. like um like I'm still in this grieving period and I've been like in this space of beautiful recovery and repair, regeneration of myself. And I haven't just been jumping at every like sexual opportunity. But when I was in Copenhagen, <laughs> I was just like, I was at this, um, like this theme park. I'd been at this show with these two women. I was just like, what's your intention of hanging out with me? I was just really, Good I felt really, you. really, really empowered to be like, where is this going? Amazing. Like, I need to know where my hotel is. Like, what is the vibe here? Yeah. I just want to be clear. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I've got a boyfriend. She's seeing someone. Do you have a girlfriend? And it was just kind of like, oh, I was like, oh. And then we just were like, fuck, this is great. Oh, my God, I love it. You know? Yes. And then I was just like, yeah, we're all just mates hanging out, listening to cool music, dancing. Great. Right. Yeah. Yes, that <laughs> clarity. It was, it was so good, man. It's relaxing. And it was so relaxing and it was just so honoring. And it was like, I was a bit tipsy, but it just came out of me. Good on you. And I was just like, shit, did I say that the wrong way? And, and but, here's the thing. I yeah. feel like you can never say the wrong thing to the right yeah. person. If yeah. someone's going to get triggered, great. Like yeah. they've just weeded themselves out of your yeah. field. You've saved yourself a headache. So. You. Babe, love you. We need to do season two in a second. Um, I need to go get on a plane. I'm going to Zurich. We're out of here. Thanks, love everyone. Bye-bye. Teddy, bye. everyone, everybody. Ow! <laughs>